0: Hi, blusters. Welcome back. I'm your host, Emily Lyons. And today we are talking about whether or not somebody is into you. Is he or she just not that into you? And first of all, before I dive in, I just want to say thank you for the incredible support and response we've had to the podcast. I have loved hearing about the value that you're getting from it. And so keep letting us know. We love to get requests and anything you want us to do a deep dive in. Happy to hear it. You can reach out to us on our Lions Elite Instagram page at Lions Elite. So L Y O N S. All right. Now, we have all been there, I think, 99% of us, anyways, where we first meet someone and we are so excited. They seem incredible. They check all the boxes. We get that excitement in our stomach, the butterflies, if you will. And you want them to be yours. You are picturing your future with them, what that would look like, all that fun stuff. And then we start to look for signs that they feel the same. So what happens in the midst of this of this extreme excitement is we'll overlook or even make excuses for certain behaviors, certain red flags. So starting off with communication, the texting. in the early stages of dating, if they're not texting or calling you as much as you'd hoped, we will very often make excuses. So we'll say things like, maybe they're just too busy or they've got a lot going on or they're not, they're not a good texter. They're not good at texting. I hear that all the time. And to be honest, it is tough to gauge those expectations in the very beginning because if you've just met someone, you can't really start off with setting really high expectations for constant communication because let's be real, we can't expect to be their top priority from the get-go. We do all have things going on whether we've got kids a job all those good things life it's busy but here's the thing here's where it gets interesting over the course of a few weeks of dating somebody the amount of communication should naturally progress as you become a bigger part of their life so it should feel like you are gradually becoming a more significant part of their life if you find that you are still at square one with them a couple weeks in if you're still questioning it if you're still not getting consistent communication Well, right off the bat, first and foremost, that could be a clear sign that they're just not into you as you had hoped. And inconsistency with messaging is another massive red flag. So if one day you are being showered with attention from them, they are sending you all kinds of texts, good morning, blah, 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 all throughout the day, right? Maybe they're texting you, they're FaceTiming you, all that stuff, and then they're MIA for a week. Well, That is something that I hear of often, and unfortunately, it usually means that they are juggling multiple love interests. So huge red flag, and don't get me wrong, some people genuinely don't value frequent texting, or they might not be the best at keeping up with messages. Now, I don't want you to take that as the majority of people because it's seldom. But that being said, communication is more than just texting right? It could be a call. It could be showing up. It could be emailing, whatever it is. It's that feeling of being connected. It's that connectedness. And so it's not about them texting you every minute of the day, but sharing enough to make you feel included in their daily life. Do you know what they're doing, how they're feeling, what they've got going on, what their plans are, all those things, right? Because dating is becoming a part of someone's life, becoming a priority to them, becoming somebody that they care about. So if you feel you're not getting your needs met, if you feel you're not getting that good communication where you feel like you are a part of their life and a couple of weeks have gone by, then you need to talk about it. Communication isn't just about sharing your day. It's about sharing our feelings, our needs. And it's so, it's so important that we can do that and say what we need, what type of communication we need to be happy. And if after communicating, <laughs> communicating the communication needs, you still feel undervalued, then you need to trust that gut feeling. Our guts are rarely wrong when it comes to dating. And there's a saying that I love that is, if you think you deserve better, you probably do. If you are thinking, do I deserve better than what I'm getting? It's probably a yes. And you know, yes, everyone's different. And while these signs and the ones that I'm going to go over next might suggest someone's not that into you, it's also essential to trust your instincts and every step of the way, communicate openly. I don't think we communicate enough. We are so focused on playing these games and playing it cool instead of just saying, hey, this is how what I feel. This is what I need. And hey, I don't hear from you enough. Are you interested? Right? Lay it out on the table. Ask them. After all, we deserve someone who values and appreciates us just as much as we value and appreciate them. Yeah, it's great to be crazy about them, but if they don't care about you, then next. When we are spending so much time thinking and wanting something to work out with someone that's just not going to treat us right well we're wasting time not wasting time but we're taking space that could be given to somebody else that is going to value us that does check all the boxes they check and more that's going to actually make us happy and give us what we need and what we deserve all right so i'm going to go into some more telltale signs that someone might not be that into you they take a really long time to respond consistently. So. We have all had those days where life gets in the way and we forget to respond to a message. Honestly, I do that all the time. I'm so bad for it. But with the people that I really care about, it's a rare occurrence, right? Because they're top of my mind. And I want to make sure they're okay. So if someone is constantly taking ages to get back to you, It's usually a hint that they're not prioritizing you. They're not prioritizing your relationship, your budding relationship even in the early stages. And this could suggest that they're preoccupied with other aspects of their life or like I said earlier, other people. Effective communication is fundamental in any relationship. Romantic, friendships, all across the board. Business. And if they're not willing to invest time in consistent communication now, it's going to be indicative of how they'll handle more profound issues down the line right? Because this is the honeymoon stage. This is where they're supposed to be wooing you. And if they ain't wooing you now, they're not going to be wooing you then, right? Things should be as good as it gets right now, quite often, right? They're putting in all the effort, all the work, right? The next point is they rarely initiate conversations or plans, right? Initiation is a two-way street. If you are always the one starting conversations or suggesting the hangouts, it's usually a sign of an imbalance in the dynamic. Someone genuinely interested, will want to hear from you. They'll want to spend time with you. They'll be excited to see you. They're thinking about you. They want to get together, whether it's, you know, uh, planning the next date or a simple catch up over coffee or walking the dogs in the park or just a walk around the neighborhood. But the absence of this enthusiasm can often signal a lack of genuine interest, right? Now the next thing is making plans feels like pulling teeth. They're noncommittal or they're vague. Commitment to plans might seem like a small thing, but it's a reflection of commitment to the relationship. If they're always non-committal or vague or they cancel plans at the last minute, they might be keeping their options open. And you are not a last minute option, right? We do not take the scraps. A budding relationship should feel exciting and be filled with anticipation for the next meetup on both sides. And if it feels like a chore just to nail down a date and time, that is a red flag, my friends. Now, I had a relationship years ago that was like that. I was so into him, crazy about him, but he was very vague. I'd say like, oh, let's make plans this weekend. Oh, uh, maybe let me see what's going on, that kind of thing. And he actually, this next point, which is they don't show interest in getting to know you on a deeper level, definitely checked that box. He was not asking me the deep questions. And everyone loves the fun surface level conversations in the beginning, you know, the favorite movies, the hobbies, the music, the usual, right? But as time progresses, conversations should naturally delve deeper. If they're not showing interest in your fears, your aspirations, your past experiences, or your dreams, past relationships, your family, all those things which you want in life, they might not be envisioning a future with you right? Because that's the thing. When we really care about somebody, we're envisioning that future and how we would fit into that future. And so we want to know all those things about them so that we can see, is it going to be a fit? Genuine connection requires vulnerability and understanding. And if they're not willing to go there with you, it could be a clear sign that they're not fully invested. Now, another sign is they're always busy and they don't, just don't make time for you. Yes, we are all busy. I am so busy. I love being busy. I'm always adding new things to my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, we make time for the people and the things we care about. Right? You can't tell me that they're not making time to eat, that they don't have time to go to the gym or listen to podcasts. I'm sure they do. They make time for what's important to them. If they're consistently using the busy excuse and not making an effort to squeeze in even a short catch-up, It is indicative of where their priorities lie. And sorry to tell you, but you are not one of them. A relationship requires time, effort. They have to be putting in the effort. And if they can't offer that, they might not be in the right space for a relationship. Or more plainly, they might not be that into you. So whether or not it's because they're busy or they're not into you, either one is not a fit for you because you want somebody that's going to be making you a priority and putting in the time. All right. The next one is you find yourself making most of the effort. And this is a really big one. A relationship should be a partnership. It's not one sided. And if you are always the one making the efforts, bending your schedule, being the one going out of your way or feeling like you're walking on eggshells to keep them interested, it is time to reassess, my friend. You deserve someone who meets you halfway. Minimum, they're meeting you halfway, who's excited, as excited or more so excited about the relationship as you are you want that feeling. You deserve that feeling. Mutual effort is the bedrock of any lasting relationship. Like I said, if they're not doing that now, how are they going to put in an effort five years from now or when you're married? How are they going to do that? Because things are going to get a heck of a lot harder when there's kids and all kinds of other things in the picture. Right? The next thing is physical distancing. So physical closeness, even just simple gestures like holding hands or even a pat on the back or touching your arm, it Indicates warmth and intimacy. They want to touch you. They want to be close to you. They want you to feel that closeness. And if they're consistently pulling away, avoiding holding hands, or seem uncomfortable with casual touch, it could be a sign they're not feeling that connection. Now, the next one is they don't include you in future plans. So if they're making plans for the future, whether it is a trip next month or attending a friend's party or a wedding, whatever it might be, and you are consistently left out, well, it can really signal that they don't see a future with you in it. They should want you to be a part of those things, a part of their life, a part of their future. Now, this next one is a big one, and it is that they are secretive about their personal life. Massive red flag. Being evasive about personal details, especially things like friendships, where they go, or what they do in their spare time might indicate they're keeping you at arm's length, right? Because again, dating is getting to know a person on a personal level. Why would they not want to share those things? There's a reason behind it. If they don't want to share those things, there's something that is potentially wrong with it. Those who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. So if they're hiding something, why? And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to stick around and find out. Now, another big sign is they seem distracted when you're together. So when you're together, are they always on their phone? Well, everyone has off days. If they are consistently checking their phone, zoning out, or seem disinterested when you're sharing something, well, it's a common sign that they just aren't interested in the conversation or being there with you. They're doing it because they think they should. And they're not really interested in the relationship. Because if they were, they would be focusing on you and what you have to say and enjoying the time that you have together. Right? And if they're not making efforts to blend your social circles, another huge flag. If they're not keen on introducing you to friends or family or show reluctance to meet yours, they might be keeping the relationship in a separate compartment from the rest of their life, right? We want to mesh our lives together. We want the people that we care about to meet our love interest. of course. We want them to love them as much as we do and care about them and all that good things to become a part of one another's life. And if they're not doing that, There's usually a reason whether they know it or not. Now, avoiding serious conversations, avoiding conversations about feelings, the status of your relationship, or where things are headed can indicate a lack of investment or commitment to the relationship's future. You know, we've all, I think, had those situations where you bring up, where's this going? And they get all weird. Oh, let's just see, you know, it's early on. Or why do we have to put labels on it? We don't have to put labels on it, but everybody wants to know where things are going for the most part, right? Not on the first day, but as the weeks go on, we want to know how someone's feeling and where this is going because we want to make sure that we're aligned. If you want marriage and children in the future and they don't know what they want or they're not even willing to have that conversation, um, hello, red flag. Now, I do want to say that it is essential to approach these signs with a balanced perspective. Everyone has unique circumstances. And again, like I said earlier, communication is key. You have to be willing and open to communicate. Before jumping to conclusions, it's always good to express your feelings and concerns. Ask them. We get so weirded out by just simply asking people like, why do you not put an effort in? Why are you not making plans? Why don't you want me to meet your friends? Right? And if they can't give you a good answer that makes you feel good and and makes you feel good in your gut instinct, well then, sorry, but they're not the one. And giving the other person a chance to explain or adjust because they might, but if they don't, moving on to bigger and better things. So it's essential to approach these signs with a balanced perspective. Remembering that everyone has a unique circumstance and communication is key, right? Right. Talking about it, before we jump to conclusions, it's always fantastic to express your feelings and concerns. Giving the other person a chance to explain or adjust, and then if they don't, always trusting your intuition because it is there to guide you. Never ignore it. And at the end of the day, these signs are just guidelines. Like I said, everyone's different, and relationships have their ebb and flow. But it's essential to recognize when the balance is consistently off. And again, trust that gut instincts. It will save you. Gut feelings are your saviors. Dating is as much about discovering what you deserve as it is about finding the right person. Don't settle for less than what feels right. If you are ever wondering if you deserve better, remember, you probably do. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Swipe Lust. And until next time, happy swiping. But as always, swipe with caution. And if you are single and looking for love, do be sure to check out Lions Elite Matchmaking at lionselite.com.